This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's the success podcast that tackles life through the lesson of sports. Now listen, today this is awesome because we're going to talk about the one thing that everybody in the world wants more of and quite frankly, I think it's one of the few things in life uh, that wanting more of is perfectly okay and that's uh, motivation. So (laughs) this is a big topic for us. You know what, dog? You know what's crazy, man? That I, I just truly believe, you know, me and you alone, right? Just to think the conversations we've had to think about, like, what motivation really is. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think at times like we we like really focus on that enough. Like, what is my everyday motivation? You know? Yeah. So I just, I, I really like, I really like this conversation, man, because I believe. I, I just truly believe this right here can, if, if you figure this out, if you figure what your everyday motivation is, it, it, it'll be hard for you ever to, to really give up. Yeah. In life. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, we've both um, been, been blessed to reach a point in our careers where we get to only do the things that we want to do. And, um, I, and I know that my path hasn't always been easy to get here for me in my life. I know the same is true with you, but I'm also mindful that there are listeners out there, many listeners out there who are probably not in the spot where they're doing the things that they want to be doing right now. So for them trying to get motivation just to get to work, uh, to get through their days, it's a, it's a very, that's a big deal. And, and I think for us today to really focus our conversation on how we can help people like that really get that motivation. I think that's going to be huge. Yeah, because I believe, you know, I believe, first of all, you got to have a plan. You know, like I think, you know, the, the, the everyday systematic culture, you know, that rat race can it can overwhelm anybody. Right. And if you don't have a plan um, of, of of how it looks, why it looks like that, um, um, where's your breaks, where's your where, you know, you know, where's your give, where's your takes, all of these things. And and if you don't, Doc, is it will. Oh, my gosh, it will do something to you that. You know, before you look up, bro, you've been spent five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, right, doing the same things over and over. Yeah, and and I think what I've heard through the years is people say to me, "Well, 
you know, you're lucky to be doing what you're doing as if this just kind of fell, like fell into my lap. And well, I say, you know, I do appreciate uh, th- that thought that it's about luck, but I think there's more to it. And and the reason why for me it's it's exciting to share with people that there's more to it is because it's something everyone can do. Look, I mean, I really believe that attitude is a decision, and so the attitude that we take toward what we're doing—that's our choice. And when we realize that's our choice, now we have a chance to say, okay. Okay, let me choose what my attitude is. And too many people think that it's the world causing their attitude, not themselves. But see, that's the way that's the way that we're programmed, right? Like like as a people, if we don't if we don't ever create our own routine, then the everyday routine of the world controls us. Right? That's why the attitude is so crucial, right? And and and, and that's why I think, you know, when you when you're around doc I think people really have to figure out, like when they're looking for everyday motivation, they really have to figure out the difference between distractions and detours, Mm. right? Because, yeah, because that's why I think most people get really sidetracked because, you know, distractions are things that actually pull you from where you should be going. Like it, 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 it blinds you almost, right? Right. And, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let me go with that distractions for a minute. Um, yeah, there's please, a, there's please. a term called confirmation bias. And confirmation bias means if I look for something, I'm going to see it. So if, if I want to see someone as dumb, they could be, you know, a, a physicist talking about some advanced stuff. But if they stutter for one second, I say, oh, see, that person's dumb. So confirmation bias mm-hmm. has us locked into seeing the world, seeing what we want to see in the world. And I think um, the, the the distractions that can come up for people at times are things that they want to see. So in other words, if, if, if someone out there listening is in a job and saying, you know what, uh, see, I can't change this, then they will look for every opportunity to confirm what they already believe, which is that I can't change it. But if you can change that around, like once people become aware of what that confirmation bias is and say, if I'm going to look for something, I'm going to see it. Now, instead of seeing something as a distraction, I can say, this is an obstacle that I can get around. See, and and, 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 and think about exactly if, if we don't figure out what those distractions are and we're not willing to make the adjustment. That's why the comfort zone can stay around for 10, 15, 20 years, Mm. right? Because because you're so in this distraction place that you don't know what's distracting anymore. And then so so when a detour comes up, you look at a detour exactly the way you look at a distraction. So instead of pushing through a detour, you stop because you because you put detours and distractions in the same bucket. And if you put them in the same bucket, then you would never really understand when a detour happens. Maybe it's a surgery. Okay. Right? I played my I, I played my whole career. I give you an example. Maybe it's a surgery, doc. That man, you 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 you're in the best shape of your life. You know, life is getting good. I, I'm in a freaking Cincinnati game and put my fa- my hand down the ground and snap my entire thumb. Oh. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, I'm like, what in the world? Are you serious? Now, when the doctor said you got to go have surgery, I said, okay, what exactly does that mean? 
So anyway, I ended up casting it up, and I played through the rest of the year, made the Pro Bowl that year, whatever. <laughs> but I realized, Doc, that I, if 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 I would have if I would have made my mind up because of that detour, and just said, "Hey, man, sew it up. I'm done for the year." Right. Then right. I never found out, you know, that it was only a small detour to try to distract me on what was really going on. And that was that if I can find myself to push through this, then there's there's greater things on the other side. To me, that <laughs> I like I, I love hearing those stories from you because there are people that will, you know, hey, I got a cold today, so I can't get this report in. I can't do this because um, my stomach doesn't feel well. And here you are breaking your, your, your thumb and playing and making a Pro Bowl. I mean, like this is the, – the, people say, well, which you're Ray Lewis, so there's just some magic formula for you to be able to go through that. But I think the part of that I think is beautiful is that I know about you is that you're a human being like the rest of us. And there's something that you were telling yourself whenever that happened. Like whenever that happened, you weren't mm-hmm. saying I'm giving up. And I think that's something that would be huge for people to hear. Like what what was your what were the words that were going through your mind? You know, see, so 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 that's what that's what the thing that <clears throat> I think if 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 people slow down. And take in like like what everything means, like and really evaluate it from a deeper place of, you know, like I write everything down, Doc. Like I got books and books and calendars and Bibles and all these different things that I just write all of these things down, you know. And and so then when I when I complete them or when I can go back and read what I wrote down. Doc, it only inspires me that nobody else coerced me to write this or even follow this. Right. Right. So, yeah. So so when I set the goal before the season to truly say this is what I'm going to get done, when I break my thumb in the game, I'm saying I don't care what the pain feels like. I set a goal. Right. And so I got to fight, figure out how to freaking push through this and say, you know what? Suck it up. Get it sold up, get it repaired, put a soft cast on it, and we got to be back out there in three weeks. Bottom line. So your vision was on your goal. Like, your constant vision was on your goal. It's the only place it can be. Because, and and that's why, you know, the book, the good book says, you know, write the vision and make it plain. Like, if you don't write the vision, if you can't see it, then it's going to be hard to achieve it. If you don't see it every day, if you don't meditate on it every day, if you don't write something else or add something else to it, it's it's, it's just going to be it's going to remain that dream. Well, you know what? I think that for people like getting that clear goal, and we've talked about this before, that clear goals are much more likely to be met than unclear goals. So, you know, if, if somebody's out there and you're stuck in a rut and you're saying, well, I'm not, I don't, I don't have that vision. So you've said this so much before and it really hits home, which is to write your vision down. I love that. Writing it, having it, having it written down. Um, yeah. But that once it's written down, not thinking like, not pushing it off to the background somewhere, but find, putting it somewhere where you can see it every day and realizing that each step is a step toward what you're doing, even though it might not be the step, like this is an eternal out the way I thought it would be, but it's turning out the way it's supposed to be. Listen to this. The the number one thing, Doc, is is what I have 
it's, it's what I have in my room, which is a vision board, right? Like, like every morning I get up, I have to pass that vision board. I have to look up there and see what did I write? Am I pushing towards it or am I farther away from it? Yes. Right. What do I? Yeah, man. And and so, you know, and, and, and that's just like one little step, you know, from what I do with my vision board, because then I put it to paper. Once I put it to paper, I didn't put it in my Bible. Once I put it in my Bible, then I put it in my prayer room. So it's like all these requests, all of these things is like a plan, you know, that, that, that I really have. Yeah. Yes. So, OK. So the. For what many people might do, though, they see they're not looking at it again and again. And I like that because I have a vision board as well. And the same thing, I put it in the front. I, I want, it's, it's right where I can pass it by and see it. So it's constantly updated. What do I want? What do I want? What's the bigger vision? And I think too many people get complacent. And they say they allow that complacency to eat at them. And that's the part that's just the, the complacency. I know you've probably seen that through your career. Yeah, and you, yeah, you yeah. watch so many people probably fall victim to that. See that? Now, 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 listen. This is when I'm trying to tell you something that I learned through a 17 year career. Don't ever get comfortable. Mm. Somebody is always watching you, and your biggest competitor. It's actually yourself. Mm. Yeah, I it's, believe it's, that. it's not. It's not this thing that that everybody else going to look at. What shoes I got, and what my hair looked like, and what this looks like, and what no, absolutely not. Your number one battle in life is with yourself. And when you figure, and when you figure he or she out, man, let me tell you something. Outside distractions, outside whatever, whatever people's perspective, whatever people's thoughts, whatever it is, so be it. Because when you got something to do, when you got something to do, you come out of your comfort zone, man, yeah. because you understand who you are. You write these freaking things down and you go and say, you know what? I got I I can't waste no more time. So if my friends want to sit around and play video games all day, or if my boys want to hang out at bars and clubs and, and want to do all that, you do that. I'm not saying you're wrong. And maybe I may call you once or twice, but brother, I guarantee you nine times out of ten, we won't be hanging out that much because you ain't going where I'm going. I, I love that. So that's you. You're surrounding yourself too. That's what you've done. You've surrounded yourself with the people that are going to support the vision that you have. Phil Jackson said, "Look, what drives you is love for what you do." And yeah, I think in many ways that's one of the similarities I've seen that you and I have is like a love for life, um, loving, wanting to be the best at what we can do in whatever it is that we're doing. I have bought in. <laughs> since I was freaking 10 years old to love every moment in life simply because there's, if I have breath means I have opportunity. Mm. And if I was to bet, and if I was to bet on anything or anybody, it would be the belief in what I believe in that I can do in that moment. That's why when I play that's why when I played, Doc, it was something so, so interesting, right? Because when I played, I always knew if there was time on the clock and that ball was going to snap, I knew my odds were great 
to affect change in this game. And, and, just because of the opportunity. Go ahead. Right, and the opportunities there. And the one thing that you avoided is something that too many people are caught up in, and that's what's called the yes but game. And uh, when we come back, oh, wow. we're going to talk about the yes but game. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. So we're talking about this motivation and we're talking about distractions and detours and we're talking about staying focused. And um, one of the things that I've noticed that people do is what I call the yes, but game. Uh, the yes, mm-hmm. but game is this. Um, yes, I know uh, that what Ray is saying is true and I should write my goals down, but I can't find a pen right now. So maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, the yes, but game is the game that people play to give themselves to give themselves an excuse to not follow through with what they're with you know what they set out to do that yes but game holds a lot of people up that's the that's the thing that i told you that your your greatest fight is going to always be with yourself like finishing things right yes i know i can work out today but I didn't get enough sleep last night. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's like when you when you really like understand like like what the opportunity is, and that's what I think through my no 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 man. Listen, throughout my entire career, I took and I, I took a small thing, and I said, it's never the workouts that I do. It's the ones that I don't do. Mm. That's the only thing you really remember. It is. That, right? That, that, man, that, yeah. that hits, it hits hard. That hits hard. It hits because hard because... It's, it's, go, go ahead. I just want to tell you this. The other day, I just saw somebody saying that uh, they did a study of people who were uh, you know, about to... Uh, you know, where they were on their deathbed. And every single person that they talked to said there were they had no regrets about what they did. They had regrets about what they didn't do. So what you just said, like, is there have been studies to back that up, that that is life changing information right there. Because that's what makes me honest to God. That's what gives me the ability to walk around as a 100 percent man. You understand? Mm-hmm. Not looking over my shoulder, not worrying about this, worrying about that, because I know what you must do to get things done. Think about think about kids now, right? Think about where kids are now in this world on the things that they leave unfinished. Yes. Unfinished. Right? Man, let me tell you something about about real life. If if you are if you are young child trying to really inspire yourself to do something you you may think 
push-ups and sit-ups uh, is just another thing. But let me tell you something. It ain't it ain't the push-up and sit-up that actually changes. It's your willingness to to stay dialed in to do them. Doc, I started them at 10, and I'm still doing them at 41. Your, your statement right there. <laughs> it's your willingness to stay dialed in. That yes. is profound because... Too many people say, you know, they, they you're right. Oh, it's just push-ups or it's just sit-ups. And I think the connection for me as a psychologist is you aren't just transforming your body. You're transforming your mind. Look, there mm-hmm. are, yeah, I mean, there are habits that we do build neural pathways. So literally the way our brain communicates from one neuron to the other neuron, like we create neural pathways by our habits and push-ups, sit-ups, and the idea that you're going to make yourself continually do it creates, it shapes your brain. So Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, we're mm-hmm. not just, we're, we're, we, but we need to be fully responsible. And I think a lot of people have, have struggle with being fully responsible for their lives. Yeah, well, you, you know what's funny? So, 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 so think about when you take, when you really think about physical fitness, right? Physical fitness to, to be healthy, that's your choice. Yes. That's 100% your choice. And, 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 and what happens, once again, you know, you always go back to this one thing, Doc, because it comes with people are so comfortable. Mm. Like, uh, like, 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 you know, last time I stopped playing video games, I think it was around 2004, 2005. Because me and my sons were sitting in, sitting in the game, and you know the perfect thing to do, you know, with the child is you know play games with them, and right, they want right. to beat daddy, and yeah, and it's cool. And I'm sitting there, and after me going through playing all three of my sons back and forth, back and forth, I looked up one time and I said, "Wait a minute, we've been in here almost six hours." <laughs> and I looked at my sons that day, and I got up and I said, "Babies." I love y'all to death, but we will stay broke if all of us stand here playing video games. <laughs> so, so, so somebody got to do some work. <laughs> and, 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 and I think that day, man, it, it gave me new light to start creating things and writing things down more and building businesses and creating now the legacy that I've created for my kids the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah and, and you, you, you can't get to... A, 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 a phenomenal life with an average work ethic. Like, if you want a phenomenal life, you have to have a phenomenal work ethic. You have to be able to push yourself. And you're right, from video games to television to whatever people's vices are, we, we can all get held up in those until we step back and wake ourselves up. And to do that, I, I, like, I, I really want to hit on this idea of accepting full responsibility for our lives. Because I, I think... One way that we avoid accepting responsibility is we minimize what we do. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I've always said we, we minimize the hurt we cause others, but we maximize the hurt others cause us. And uh, that alone is important. But I want to tell you this story because I was in the prison the other day and uh, I was talking to this guy and he said, this, this this guy now I'm in a state prison and I'm talking to a, a, an inmate there and the guy said man they got me in here for not making truck payments 
And I was like, man, they got you in here for not making truck payments. Like, geez, oh, Liz, like, I need to know what your bank is because I do not, I do not want to get a loan from them if I'm going to end up in a state prison. <laughs> and, uh, it's funny because as we got to talk more and he saw that I wasn't there to judge him, I was only there to help him. He, un- he, he told me the rest of his story, which was, um, that he stole a big rig while he was high on crack cocaine. So it's a little different story than they got me for not making yeah. truck payments. <laughs> One of them is I'm downplaying it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they got me for not making truck payments. The truth is, he stole a big rig. Uh, you know uh, that, but that, and it's funny. But it, we, it's that idea of minimizing and not accepting full responsibility for our lives and saying, "Look, if you're in a job right now that you don't like, if you're in a spot that you don't like, let's accept full responsibility for that, and then." work from that moment forward on doing the things that you're saying, which is writing these things down, not becoming complacent, having the ability to stick with those goals. But it only happens by starting with accepting full responsibility for your life. Full responsibility, Doc. Listen to this. I'm in L.A. the other day, man, and I pull up to this red light and there's this homeless guy and he's sitting out there on the corner, right? And all these people are passing and passing and passing him. You know, and I and I ran a, I ran about scripture years ago that that really always changed the way I looked at unfortunate people, and it said that you know giving to the poor is like lending to God Himself, mm. right? So I've always found the way just to you know bless people, no matter how small it is, right? right. Um, or, or 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 it don't matter what they do with it. The bottom line is, you know, just give it from from a free place. And so I gave this. So this guy came up, and the light was getting ready to turn green, and I'm like. I scream for him to come over. So he comes over to me, Doc, and he has his head down because, you know, most of them is, are embarrassed the situations they're sure. in. So they so they really won't give you eye contact. Right. They will just, you know, have their head, have hold the cup in their hand and just thank you with, with a nod or whatever. Definitely. But I got ready to put I got ready to put the money in the cup. And when I put the money, as soon as my hand got down in the cup, Doc, he looked up. And when he looked up, his eyes caught my eyes. And he said, oh, my gosh. He said, my life just changed. He said, oh, my gosh. He said, all I ever wanted to do was to meet you. Listen to this. Listen to his next statement, though. Listen to his next statement. His next statement was, and this is to people really understanding that it's it's a choice. He then says, I prayed to see you and meet you and now that i have he said i'm gonna change my life oh wow man he said i'm gonna get off drugs he said i'm gonna leave these streets because i i always the one thing i always said if i ever met you that i would just i don't know what i would do and man he bro i'm telling you man i listen we went through like two red lights, two, two red <laughs> lights came about and I'm just stopped in traffic, bro. And I'm listening to him and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I realized and, and, and I always tell people, right, change one life a day, change one life a day, change one right. real life a day. And that day I realized that, that it came that quickly, that that man made up his mind to change his life. Right. And yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about, bro. You know, the willingness to to, to to just change, to just change. 
And and the other thing that is there is what you did, which on your end, and I know, like, I know you as a friend, and I know you're humble, but the truth is what you did right there is huge. Like, I, I, I Twittered this morning, my, uh, I, I said the statement that we feed off of, we feed off each other's energy, so ask yourself what type of nourishment you're providing to the world. And when you become fully responsible for yourself and you become mm-hmm. fully responsible for the energy that you're nourishing the, the world with, um, then you're in control. It's not the outside world. So that man, once he got to meet you, now that switch went on in him and he said, now I'm going to take this control. And for the our listeners out there, when we come back to this idea of confirmation bias and what they're looking for, that man was looking to meet you and what a miracle that he was able to meet you and for, for people out there and say, whatever their thing is, what I would encourage them to do is say, make whatever your miracle is going to be something that's in your power to accomplish today, because you can't wait till tomorrow. You can't keep waiting on this stuff. You got to do it now. Doc, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, because I want people to understand this, right? You cannot, you cannot own a child of God. You can't. And when you make up your mind to choose whatever it is that you choose, right? This is not about religion. This is right. just about what you believe. Then from that moment, you control your destiny. Yes. And, and 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 that's the thing that people at home, if they listen to me, grab your destiny, grab it, and you become the pilot of your destiny. Mm. Let nothing, let no thing ever steal your joy, right? Go through distractions, go through detours, go through your ups and downs, right? Go through the emotions, mad, sad, upset, I'm disappointed. Go through all of those. But stand firm and know if you got something to do, ain't nobody else gonna do it for you. Yes. And 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 that's and that's the thing that people gotta know. Like I want I want I want our, I want our audience to go on this ride with us in life that we're not perfect. We don't know everything. But what me and your experience is and the things that we've seen and the people that we help. We have a better chance of helping people if we learn how to help ourselves. I, I, I believe that with every ounce of me. I believe that with every ounce of me. I, I think that it's putting off. It's, it's people putting off onto someone else. I've had people come into me and say, well, you're my last hope. And I say, I'm not your last hope. You're, you're your hope. Like I, I appreciate that you're putting that much on me, but that's I'm here with you, and I will I will I will be here with you through your journey. But ultimately, I can't walk your journey for you. Um, and and I know you do the same thing with people. Like you've been been there with the fires. I say you you can, I can sit through the fires of hell with you, but you ultimately have to feel that heat yourself. Like whatever you're going through, you've got to go through it. So as you say, like with the with the emotions, with the ups and downs, you got to stick through it. It has to be that willingness to stick through it. And you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about what it takes to have that willingness to stick through it no matter what because this is just way too important 
So the willingness to stick with it all, we are talking about that everyday motivation, how to have a vision for what you want in life, how to take complete control of your life, how to not put the onus for what you want on other people, but to put it on yourself. The more you accept full responsibility for your life, the more you in in ingrained, get become ingrained in everyday habits, the more you're creating your own brain, you're creating your own your own path. Um You've seen this, no doubt, in the NFL. I mean, like, people may make assumptions who have never played that everybody who's in the NFL is, you know, at the operating at the highest level. But you operated at a different level than the highest level because that's what the Hall of Fame is all about. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess what I'm asking about is, did you see people struggle with motivation in the NFL? Bro, not just motivation. I saw people really struggle with what a, what their true identity was, mm. right? And 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 that's the 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 revolving door. <clears throat> that's the sad part about the league, is because I'm watching these guys not identify with themselves. Because me being around the game for 17 years, Doc, I realized that the thing that inspired me the most was I, I I didn't have to be perfect every day. I did not have to make every play. I did not have to be right all the time. I just had to come to work and give 100% effort. Mm. That I, I'm telling you, it once I figured it out, it was like a culture shock to myself. Right. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so yeah, he, coach is going to correct me in this. And yeah, I may not read the coverage right. And yeah, I may not know all of it right now. But you know what? When the ball snap, if I find the ball full speed every time, whether I'm right or wrong, sooner or later, I dictate how I'm treated on the field and off the field. I just told my son this the other day. You know, he he texted me and he was like, Dad, you know, my t- my reps got split in half a little bit, whatever. And I'm like, okay, why? You know, and he was like, well, you know, I, I missed, I messed up on, you know, something coach asked me, whatever. I said, you know, it's funny because in life, baby boy, always look for the good in in in, in any in any challenge because that's always happening now. You're being challenged. You're a freshman. You're starting in college. Um, and yeah, that's beautiful. But now what's the challenge? Like, like what's the good side of that challenge? And I said, just go master it. Mm. Just go go full speed every freaking play and let it fall where it falls. He ends up having one of his best games coming out of it. But my point is, I didn't I didn't look to be perfect every day, people. You know, I look to give 100% effort every day. And then I was always like a sponge. I always wanted to learn. I well, never stopped learning. And I'm still, I never stopped learning. Well, I mean, that's it. And when it also stay, it's, it's stays true to the message, which is you put 100% effort in because that's the only thing you can control is your end, is your effort. And you're right. There are people that think, well, if I can't be perfect, then I'm not going to try this. But it's never, ever been about perfection. It's about 
working hard, giving your best. And sometimes your best might be you're physically exhausted. It, it might be that you're not in the best shape of your life and that you're not in the best uh, job of your life. Or maybe you're not even working right now. Maybe you're in a spot where you're, you're not finding things, but you can be your best self when wherever you are by giving that effort, by giving that 100% effort. Let me tell you something I learned. Let me tell you something I learned about being a leader. You know, and 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 the the one key ingredient about being a leader is exactly what you just said. Sometimes when teammates don't figure it out, when they can't get it right, whatever, just meet them exactly where they are. Mm. Meet them exactly where they are. I'm not coming to you as Ray Lewis. I'm coming to you as a brother. I'm coming to you as a friend. And I'm coming to you to listen to your situation. Yeah. Let me listen to what you're going through. Don't worry about what I'm going through or what I may be going, may have to go through. Just let me listen to you right now. And that's the thing with, with, with understanding yourself. Sometimes you have to meet yourself exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I go in meetings. I go in meetings, and sometimes that, so people are way smarter than me in those meetings. But I wait for my one moment that I understand it clearly, and then I, I engage myself in the meeting, right? <laughs> because if I don't know it, if I don't know it, I, 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 I don't know it. I just don't know it. Yeah, and then you're open. And I, what I love is when you say meet yourself where you are, because then you can say, okay, look, I am here. Say if somebody called you and uh, for a ride, you know, and they say, uh, you know, I'm in another state and I need a ride, you can't just say, well, you shouldn't be in that state. You got to say, well, if I'm going to help you, I got to actually go go find you and go help you, meet you where you are. And mm-hmm. getting to know yourself, meeting yourself where you are and accepting that we're not perfect, but that's okay. That's really not an easy step for a lot of people. And I want to make sure that people understand where we're coming from. I want to validate the fact that life isn't fair and there are things that are messed up and there are going to be things, there are going to be situations that have happened to you in your life that were, that were not right. And there were things that, you know, that led to you being where you are, as you talked about, like some of the detours that happen in people's lives. But what what I'm not saying is where where I validate that and I say, yes, absolutely, those are real. And and you have a right to feel however you feel about whatever situations led you to that. But I think what we're both saying is the key to turning that around is accepting full responsibility for your part. Because once you accept full responsibility for your part, you, you can take control of your life. Now you're in control of your destiny, not other people and not these other things. With every action there's a reaction. Mm. It'll never change in life. It will never change in life, right? What you do, I can guarantee you, you can walk in the next day and what you did will be the result of what tomorrow looks like. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're acting for our future selves. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. Listen, listen, if if I had succumbed to my circumstances as a child as a as a as a player never being the biggest the fastest the strongest never being the the that that one guy that was the top rated this no never that if i had to what everybody had to say about me to what every piece of you know analyst that wanted to say he's not this he's not that if i listened long enough to that 
I would start living it. Mm-hmm. I would have fell. I would have fell prey to it. That's why I'm careful on what I read. I'm careful on picking up a newspaper and downloading my brain with things that I can't change at times. Right. It's always good to be caught up on information, but it's better to be caught up on your own information. Well, you're mindful about what's coming in. And I think that's so important. It's just the same way as you would be. I've watched you eat. You eat so well and you're very mindful about what you put in your body. And I, I, I think that a lot of times people just aren't mindful about what they put in their minds. Um, you, you mentioned video games earlier and I talk a lot about this. Um, which is that when people watch violent video games, it's having an impact on them. Whether they want to believe it or not, it is shaping how they're seeing the world. Um, Pre-World War uh, II, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but pre-World War II, fewer than 20% of the soldiers could shoot a gun at point-blank range and actually pull the trigger. So in other words, when they saw the whites of somebody's eyes, they thought, this is a human life, I can't take this life. But by Vietnam, more than 80% of the soldiers could actually pull the trigger at point-blank range. And the one difference the military did in the training was instead of having them shoot at uh, targets like those red circle targets, they started to shoot at human cutouts. So in other words, when people were used to shooting at the human cutouts, they got used to it. My point is when when you surround yourself with your mind, like you say, watch what you're reading, watch what you're you're watching, watch what you're taking in. Because if you're constantly taking in violence and you're just constantly taking in the negativity, then that's going to fill your mind up. And it's it's so important not only to what you're taking in, but how you're talking to yourself. Because you may have heard negativity from this reporter, that reporter, but. And, and so many people out there, you may, they, they, may never, they may never face reporters, but they're facing their own negative self-talk. Because we're creatures of habit now. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. You know, what you're around, what you download in your brain, what you eat, you know, if, if you ever detox, if you ever really get rid of toxins in your body, all of these things ultimately become either something you don't want to be or something you do want to be, you know? And so it's really interesting because when you, when you think about, I think when I figured out that nobody had control over me, my happiness or my decisions, but me is when I became my own animal. Mm. Is when I became a person that truly lives to be respected and not liked. Yes. Because I wanted to be a complete man. Yeah, not this. I'm I'm, I'm 100% man that's battle tested. Never gave in to the circumstances that somebody may be going through right now. Right. There may be something so dark right now that you may you can't see through tomorrow. But I promise you, if you find a way to push through, there's another side of pain. And I call it joy on the other side of pain. And, and, and people, yeah. I, want, I want so badly for to be able to reach into people's hearts that are listening and have them feel that message because I, I, I see you live it 
and I see us talk about this a lot, which is that there is a beginning, middle, and end to every emotional experience people have. And so even if you're out there and you're in some of the darkest times of your lives, if you're in a position where you think you can't do something else, I, I think so much I want for you to hear that you can do something else, that it is it's always possible to make a choice because choice is the one thing that we always have. Um that's that's the thing that people need to hold on to is that they always have a choice. Everyday life, everyday motivation, everyday renewing, everyday inspiring, every day, every not day. every other day. Right. Every day. You know, I I, I believe in strongly man and 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 true affirmations to yourself i am whole i am perfect i'm loving i'm a king i'm battle tested i'm stress free right i'm i'm all of these things yeah. if you repeat them i promise you karma karma what you put out in this earth i guarantee you you will 100% get back a hundred percent, a hundred percent. When yeah. you put it out there, it may not, we may, th- people may think, okay, well, I'm not getting it back as fast as I'd like to be getting it back, or it's not happening exactly the way I want it to be happening. But really all of us have become who we are because we faced obstacles and we're able to, to, to get through them. And that's how we get defined. Um, look, everyday motivation like we said, we've talked about this today. You don't just, you don't have to be perfect, but you listen to some things that Ray said, and that is write it down. Because the more you write it down, the more you're going to be able to get through whatever obstacles come in your way. Ray, it's, it's a, this, this is a powerful topic today, man. This is good stuff to talk about. I want, I want to just make sure people understand that, you know, I said it before, and just to recap before we go, you know, effort. It's between you and you. Effort is 100% up to you. Like, like no matter what you're going to, right? Yes. Your attitude is your, it's, it's a decision. It's a decision. Like, like you must be willing to stay dialed in. You know, I, I, I want to make sure that we understand that we must be fully responsible for who we are, right? It, Recap to understand why you must have a vision board, why you must write it down, why you must put it in your prayer room, why all of these things are a must, right? Because everyday motivation, you you have to get out of the, the yes, but, but game. Yes, I know, but I can't, right? No, no, take the yes and but game out of it. Let's do something real in life because what you what you put in your mind, what you it ultimately shapes your brain, what you read, what you see. If you're playing these video games with this violence and you're around violence and you're watching these crazy shows, what you put in your brain, the subconscious mind, it will plant it, and before you know it, you'll be living it. Mm. Mm. These are the kind of words that get me fired up, man. I'm telling you, yeah. Yeah. It, this is the stuff that we want you to be mindful of. I mean, that that what you just said is what we want, we want you to be mindful of. And, and, and that's why we're putting this out there. That's why we decided to sit down and do this so that you could be mindful of the things that are coming into your mind. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast today. 
subscribe to the podcast, and you'll get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. And please help spread the word and bring in new listeners by going to our iTunes page and giving us a rating and a review. For more Tackling Life content, go to raylewis.com and drchristianconti.com. Plus, you'll find us on Facebook. Until next time, for Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.